Hallelujah. <clears throat> I welcome you to May 9. Glory to God. It's still a month of the game changer. Hallelujah. I want you to still say with me still the confession of May. I embrace the magnitude of my mandate. Glory to God. There's a grace for embracing the magnitude of your mandate. If you have not embraced the magnitude of your mandate, there's limitation in the execution of your mandate. Hallelujah. This season we receive grace to embrace that magnitude. We receive grace to embrace the size. It doesn't matter how big it is. We serve a big God who gives us a big capacity, a larger capacity to contain that mandate, glory to God, it, deform, it, it, it determines and informs us in the way we live our lives, in the way we talk, in our thinking pattern. It determines a whole lot. It determines our sacred place. When we embrace the magnet of our mandate, we can't do what others are doing. It separates us. It distinguishes us. Just like Moses asked God, how will these people know that we are special? If your presence does not go with us, glory to God. Our eyes are open in this season to the magnitude of our mandate. We are not grasshoppers. We are mountain movers. We are culture shapers, trailblazers, and world shakers. The mandate, the mandate, the mandate. We, we get rid of the myopic view of our mandate. Because if you can't see your mandate, you can't see the magnitude of your mandate, you will believe in less of God's expectations. In this season, we rise and we embrace the magnitude of our mandate in the name of Jesus. We ban struggle in our vision execution. Now, God has a list of vision. God has a list of mandate. He has given grace and power to execute them. So whatever it is that has constituted struggle in our journey, we ban this morning. In the name of Jesus, we ban this morning. We ban struggle in our vision execution. No more struggling. We are men and women of the moment. God has given us all that it takes to execute this vision. So no more struggle. We say no to struggle. Every turn choking the vision is hereby destroyed. No more, no more, no more. The vision is not choked anymore. There's no struggle in the expression of our vision. The good news is no longer trapped in us. It finds expression. It goes to the end of the world. To this end that I, my glory, my singer, not be silent. To this end, it goes to the ends of the earth. Glory to God. There is no language, no tribe where their voice is not heard. Psalms 19. Hallelujah. I speak to us. I speak to you now. Under the sound of my voice. The good news in you will not be trapped again. You've got the ready news. You've got the good news. You don't have the stale news. You have the updated news. You have God's good news and it helps you to run the journey. Glory to God. He finds expression. We tap every given resource for a godly living. Hallelujah. Yes, there are resources that God has released. There are resources that God has released 
for our godly living. Uh-huh. So it is not difficult to live godly. Uh-huh. That is why the, the, this man said, Apostle Paul said, uh, the king commandment of God are not burdensome. First John 5, 3. Uh, yes, they are not burdensome because everything you need to fulfill that commandment, to obey that commandment has been released to you in this season. We tap every given resource, man, marital, uh, ma- uh, material, human, um, financial resources for a godly living. Uh, there are different resources that you need to execute a project. Uh, there are different resources we need for a godly living. Uh, we tap into them. Uh, they are uh, given. Masukali uh, Braga will be the gap between the giving and the receiving. Uh, no more will they elude us uh, in the name of Jesus. He went on to say we activate the era of minimal input and maximum output. Whoever told you you need to sweat before putting food on your table is telling you heresy. Glory to God. The Bible described to us, look for, he said you will enter the labor of another. How will it be possible? You will not see rain. You will not see. You will not see the wind. But this valley will be filled with water. You don't need to stress yourself. Hallelujah! Just like we said in our month of undeserved kindness, that was in April. God is said to do the unusual for you. If you think you need to work for everything to get them, you are still struggling. I speak to you. I launch into the dispensation of grace, mercy, candelibra, koshi. Haleta handia eskinda libranga toshe tia laduja bras kunde limanti ahlila libroche isanti lagande likandushi tia liasia loja brako shendia likandahila boja eskinda lente libroche de live according to the book ibrango se tia baha liadosha can someone pray the spray this morning iali broshi kandi alida luce etuseli brakadaba i speak to you live in the dispensation of grace and end struggle in your journey with authority and power you demolish things you make new things it's a season of the new listen to this John chapter 4 the Bible says in verses from verse 35, there are still four months and then comes a harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. You don't need to sweat. You don't need to look down. You need to look up. You need to lift your eyes and look at the fields. Hallelujah. There are fields that God has provided for us. You think you need to sweat in your field, but God is saying, look at the fields. They are already white for harvest. And it went on to say in verses 38, I sent you to reap that which you have not labored. Listen to this. Verse, verse 36, I'm reading to you John chapter 4. The Bible says, and he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. 
that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice. Glory to God. So God is not really not the fact that uh, you should not sow. Uh, yes, you sow, then you reap, you rejoice. Glory to God. The sower and the reaper rejoices. Uh, hallelujah. He who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. Glory to God. But he went on to say that there's another realm. Uh, I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Uh, it is a calling. Uh, it is a commission. Others have labored and you have entered into their labors. I position you now to enjoy the joy of harvest, to enjoy the benefit of harvest, to enter into another man's labor. You didn't call yourself. He said, I sent you. It is a service. It is a commission. It's a calling to reap from where you have not labored. So don't see it as, as, as cutting cost. Us. Don't see it as an aberration. Huh? You don't have to work for everything. Huh? I'm taking you to the dispensation huh? where you will enter the labor of another. Hallelujah. In this season, we activate the era of minimum input and minimum uh, maximum output. We activate the era of minimum input and maximum output. <laughs> it is possible to get to so little and reap much. It is not an aberration. It means grace is walking within your journey. When you so little and you reap much, it is not cutting corners. It is part of the things God has promised. It is a calling, a calling, a calling, a calling. We call for the small things to become the big things. Yes, things are growing up. Things are coming up. Yes, yes, yes. Meager things are becoming magnificent. By the force of grace, by the force of grace, God has the law of harvest. By spiritual activation, we say, Welcome to the era of minimum impute and maximum output. Thank you, Father. Thank you for being a part of this. This is the wonders with our number with my wife, Manuel. If you celebrate your birthday wedding anniversary, you give birth to a new baby boy or girl. You bought a new land, whatever it is you're celebrating. Welcome to the era of minimum impute and maximum output. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's May 10. I welcome you once again to the month of the game changer. Hallelujah. Whatever thing, whatever thing is happening right now, requires a game change hallelujah if it's not in your hand now and you are the rightful owner there's a spiritual turning and turning and turning until it gets to the rightful owner and you are the rightful owner hallelujah so it's a game changing experience that you need hallelujah i launch you into the realm of great game changer hallelujah still in our confession we want to say a few things this morning glory to god hallelujah I have yes, is plenteous, and our laborers are numerous. Let me say this to you. Yesterday we talked about entering the labor of another, having the harvest. But when you have the harvest, you require laborers, laborers to harvest or to bring out the harvest to where you will use them. Listen to this: the location of the harvest is not the location of the utilization of that harvest. I don't even understand what I mean. Now God has released the harvest. 
He has told you to enter the labor of another. Then it is now time to carry. It is now time to transfer and translate this harvest to where they are needed. Hallelujah. It is a case of what happened to the lepers. They were incapacitated. They had to go into the city to call others to help them with the harvest. I want to say this to you. God is launching into a net-breaking harvest. You can't carry it alone. You cannot gather the harvest alone. Because if there's no, if you do, if uh, if there's no uh, strategy for gathering the harvest, there can be losses. You can encounter losses. You can record losses when there's no specific specific strategy to gather harvest. A man can lose the harvest. I speak to you. Receive grace to retain the harvest. Your laborers are numerous. Your laborers are numerous. The Bible says concerning Jesus, is so, it touched me so much. Glory to God. Jesus was not running around. The Bible says when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Hallelujah. Whoever told you you need to run around to get men. Support systems are everywhere. Just look up. Lift your eyes to the field. You are not just seeing the harvest, but you are seeing the harvesters. I speak to you. Receive grace. 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 Grace to attract the harvesters. It is not just about the harvest. What we make the harvest last. What we make it last is when you have the right harvest. Once again, I speak to you. Receive grace to be connected with the right harvesters. Oh, Matthew 5. Matthew 5 was one. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to a mountain. Holy cross and he saw the crowds, but the crowds did not come to him. The first thing was that he went up to a mountain. Listen to this. There are crowds, there are people. But to get your real harvesters, to get your real disciples, you must climb up the mountain. Climbing up the mountain means taking charge of that mountain. Taking charge of that sphere. Taking charge of your field and endeavor. You are not kept in the sideline. What makes men come to you is when you go up to the mountain. Listen to this. The mountain experience is what attract the disciples. The Bible talks about the crowd in Matthew 5 verse 1 when Jesus saw the crowd. The crowd, not everyone belonged to Jesus. So it took a mountain experience for these disciples to come to him. You might have encountered the challenges of having the wrong men in your journey, in your radar. I speak to you, be attracted to the right men. The right men and women come to you. Listen to this. When you keep attracting the wrong men, they will they will waste your time. They will delay your journey. I cause a clear separation between the wrong men and women in your journey. No more. No more. No more. Listen to this. The wrong men and women are one entity. So that's what I'm saying. I cause a separation between you and that 
that wrong entity. The mountain experience leads you to having the right men in your journey, the right men in your team. No more will you experience wrong association. The Bible says Jesus sat down and his disciples came to him. He didn't come to them. One of the things and evidences that a man is your disciple is that is when he comes to you, not you running after him. Receive grace, grace in your journey. Your men and laborers are not few. The harvesters are numerous. Your men and women are not few. I speak to you this morning. Your root systems are deep for abiding fruits. Inhabitants of this land, inhabitants of the country are not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. I speak concerning Christians, we embrace sound doctrines. Unbelievers embrace sound doctrines. I cause the root of satanic altars, warring against godly altars. There's healing for men's itching ears. They hear only what the true God speaks. Yes, we blot out the handwriting of evil ordinances. We break the yoke of untimely death. Listen to this, God said of my spirit. To share this scripture with you. First Chronicles chapter 12. Bible says in verse 21, And they helped David against the band of raiders, for they were almighty men of valor. There are a lot of raiders in your journey. <laughs> you need the right men in your radar to defeat the raiders. I hope you understand what I mean. The raiders are enemies. You need the men, the good men, and the right men in your radar to defeat the bands of raiders. He did not, there were, it, was not, it was not just attracted to mere men. The Bible says these men that came to him were mighty men of valor. They were captains in the army. Ask Before now, you have attracted the meager people in the army or in the team. But I say to you what it says to one, it says to all. You are launching to the era of attracting captains in the army, not just mere men, not the last man in the army, not the last men in the army, people that matter. For at that time, they came to David. David did not come to hit them. They came to David. Receive grace for attraction. They came to David day by day to help him. You require, you need a daily help. You cannot say you have been helped yesterday and you won't ask for another help today because our journey is a journey of help. We need help like the water and the air we breathe, like the water we drink. We need air. We need help day by day. He was helped until he became a great army, like the army of God. Life is full of battles, so you need to be a great army and you require a daily help in that journey. I release the help for today. The help that you need throughout your journey, I release to you. Under one bread, we pray for Nigeria. Nigeria is a food-bearing nation. Every righteous seed takes root downward and bear fruit upwards. 
were banished, futile and divorced in national undertakings. Nigeria is free from vain glories. Her foundation her glory sinks. We hold long-term oppression. We condemn every tongue rising against Nigeria's growth. Write laws and strategies in mind to her next maximum national output. Write laws and strategies in mind to her next maximum national output. The days to trash wheat in the wine press are over. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I feel led to stop in this place. We're going to continue this confession tomorrow by the grace of God. Thank you for being a part of this journey. I want to celebrate every listener, those who liked and shared constantly, those who like and share. We want to appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of Wonders Without Number. It's a season of the game change. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for being a part of this. God bless you. Amen.